Welcome to this new episode of Facing Doubt. When I was preparing for this episode, a memory came to my mind. I had not thought about it for years, but when I was around 10 years old, my older sister had a notebook that she locked all the time. She kept the key somewhere safe, and I was obsessed with this diary. Pushed by my curiosity to know what was in it, I quickly realized it was impossible to crack the lock without breaking it. Obviously, a broken lock would have given all the clues that my sister needed to find out that someone had read it. I've never found out really what was in this diary, but funnily enough, without a lock, I probably wouldn't have been so curious to know what was inside. But back then, that's the moment I knew I wanted to have my own. I liked the idea of keeping secrets from the world and being able to talk freely about things or feelings. What in all honesty, this is me years later analyzing this memory for the purpose of this episode, but in reality, at the time, I just wanted to do exactly as my older sister was doing. She eventually told me that she was writing stuff about her days, how she felt, and how things were going in her life. So I asked my mother to buy me a diary, and I kept writing in it for years, but only when it felt right doing it. I wrote everything from rap lyrics that will, fortunately enough, for everyone never come out of my bedroom, thoughts, findings about the world around me. It became literally this close friend that I can trust, to whom I could tell anything without fearing to be judged. And then I started to write down more and more about feelings. And this was totally new. I come from a long line of men who were denied the right to express their emotions. As Jason Wilson, the author of Cry Like a Man, put it, our emotions are incarcerated. I abandoned the writing from times to times, but I eventually got back to it when I felt it was needed. Back in the days, writing and drawing became the things I loved to do at home to express my creativity and part of my identity. No one explained to me how to process the feelings, so forget about how to express them. I felt I was a more sensitive young man than the average, and I've built in reaction to my differences a fortress of emotions that I believed was impenetrable. And that's probably what the other kids were doing too. But it wasn't a fortress. I've learned it the hard way years later when the same year I faced cancer and became a dad for the first time. I had no choice but to heal some of the deepest wounds and traumas of my childhood to move forward. By writing in a diary at a young age, I started to express the humanity that was denied to me as a man. That's something that describes beautifully Jason Wilson in his book. I grew up all my life with statements such as You need to be strong, weak men cannot stand in a crowd. You need to show your strength at all times, or others will take advantage of you. Men don't cry. Even the movies that I loved were showcasing invincible men, not affected by time, pressure, nor emotions or feelings. It is only when I seriously went into a deep introspection that I found writing therapeutic. Considering all of that, what have been the effects on men's mental health? Women have built extreme capacities to talk to each other within groups and rely on each other when something is going wrong. Men don't do it as much. This is something that is slowly and progressively changing, especially when other men speak up about it and share their own story. A friend of mine, Rob Gaito, launched in New Zealand an organization called Bolsi that encourages men to talk when they feel something is going wrong. Himself, he has been suffering from severe depression in the past and he spoke up to help other men do the same. But what if you don't feel like talking to anyone? Writing to yourself seems to be beneficial. You don't suffer from the pressure to be judged by anyone. You can put all the things you want. 
My own journaling experience helped me to cope with grief, with frustration, with feelings and a lot more. And every time I stopped writing in it, I would experience some troubles dealing with negative thoughts. It became slowly something I needed. As a man, there is nothing wrong to step up and speak up about our vulnerabilities. Talking about them freely makes us stronger, not weaker, and and this I would understand only years after. We are always fearing the response from others, and, and you would be totally surprised how touching and encouraging messages can be when you open up. About a year ago, I discovered a book written by writer Carol called The Bullet Journal Method. What he talked about was the solution I was looking for years. It is a mix between a calendar, creative notebook, and a diary. Actually, It can be whatever you want it to be. And that's the great thing about it. There are thousands and thousands of examples on the internet about how people took the concept and decided to adapt it to their own needs. In fact, you don't need to buy a specific branded notebook to start a bullet journal. It could be any of those you have taking dust in your drawers. After a year using it, I can definitely see the benefits of journaling this way. I've used it as a calendar with my weekly, monthly, and yearly objectives. I use it as a to-do list, and it helped me to define what is important and urgent and what is not. Also, I used it to write down every day the things that I'm most grateful for. And obviously, from time to time, I still use it to put down some of the frustrations that are part of me. I literally declutter my mind from those negative thoughts to make space for more positive ones. You probably already know the following fact. We have an average of 12,000 to 60,000 thoughts per day. Of those, 80% are negative and 95% are repetitive thoughts. You can easily imagine how a negative thinking can impact us on the long run. Because as humans, we have a tendency to ruminate the bad moments instead of celebrating the good ones. Writing them down can help to get them out of your head and focus more on the good ones. No matter what you do, you can't beat the numbers that I mentioned, but we can influence the thoughts we want our mind to have the following day. Having a daily conversation with myself has helped me over a year period to be more productive and less busy. I now can focus on a limited period of time on a specific task without being subject to distraction and perform. Well, I still fall for the quick Facebook check to my timeline from time to time and from time to time I get lost watching YouTube videos, but I have been more productive over a short period of time. Before I was just busy doing the hours and not necessarily the work. Journaling has been a massive game changer to understand what I was doing wrong. Generally speaking, I feel that I'm more grateful for things in life and especially the little things that we all forget or we don't even notice. Being a father now, it helps me to track on my son's progresses and see how much he has grown. It is like looking at videos of him being a baby and comparing them with the grown-up kid he's now. You realize how much he grew, how much he improved at walking, jumping and talking. It is a way to compare and realize how much of the path we have done already. Overall, I see that I have better understanding of my own emotions and what are the triggers for those. It helps recognize them before being enslaved by them. Again, don't get me wrong, this is still a work in progress and I'm working on getting better at dealing with these emotions. But the thing is, you cannot beat years of unconscious actions. But the improvements I've been experiencing are life changer. In fact, through the process of reading more and reconnecting with writing, I started to write a book about my experience with beating cancer twice and what I have learned from it. This alone is a great miracle. I, I was never going to write a book about it, but in fact, I am. 
writing first thing in the morning at dawn when everyone else is asleep has been great. That's how I wrote my entire book in just four months. The rewriting is what takes long, but by creating this habit of meeting with myself every morning, I went from one paragraph one morning to an entire book with the chapters and a structure that is slowly taking shape. Obviously, I'm not pushing you to go on a journey to write your own book, and if you want to, just go for it. But journaling is not about writing a book. It is about writing your thoughts. No one cares about the style, the syntax, and the grammatical mistakes you're going to make. You don't have to be a writer to write in your own journal. No one else will see it if you don't share it publicly, and that's the real power of it. What impact has had journaling in my life? Well, overall journaling gives me a sense of pride on what I achieved. Very often, we have a hard time to remember the things we did well. It all washes away when something bad takes over and sticks to our minds. Writing down these things and going back to them when I struggle helps to cope and fully understand that one is not only defined by the bad moments. Writing my own book consistently for the past couple of months have been my bullet journal at scale. In fact, in my writing, I was stuck at some stage when I had to honestly talk about my inner emotions and I decided to start a diary on the making of the book to help me express the full range of emotions I went through. I also use it as a way to reflect on the writing and have a conversation with myself. After weeks of doing it, I can already see big changes in the way I write the chapters. The list of benefits of writing your own journal is amazing, is endless. And I truly think that writing in a journal should be a standard on which we should base the education of our kids, especially boys, because we, men, have been denying the entire range of emotions we experience in life. Journaling, and I talk from experience, helps to cope with anything that goes in our lives. The bad moments and the good ones. But it surely helps remembering the good ones over the bad ones. Just try it for yourselves. I hope you enjoyed this episode and if you did, please subscribe. Uh, this show has a French twin brother called Fas Odout. So if you do understand and speak French, go check it out if you'd like. Again, this show is going to evolve soon into conversations with people that I feel can open up about their own struggles in life so we can all learn from them. Thank you for listening and see you next time.